Hey, what's up, peoples? Uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Uh, yes, last week uh, I did miss um, a lot going on, unfortunately, and so many ideas was crossing my mind, and I just didn't have enough time or patience to write everything down and just kind of focus in on one uh, without kind of giving the whole just world of confusion, for lack of a better word. Uh, so uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, although I am a week late, but I am a day early because today's Thursday, not Friday for this week. Uh, I'm going to talk about mainly one thing uh, on this episode, which kept running across my uh, timeline on Twitter, mainly because of due to people I follow, which is how that Twitter thing works on. Uh, the main thing is they they're I follow a lot of black conservatives, right? Because uh, hey, I'm black, and I feel like that a lot of just genuine ideologies and ideas about being a black person come from the conservative party honestly um for the simple fact that we've had to break down the doors of just basic decency in order to live a life you can't do that by getting handouts all the time because they didn't have anyone to hand them out anything they had to do what they had to do uh, and survive a lot of what I think people call quote-unquote black culture uh, at the base level is basically survival. Um, whether it be you want to talk about black culture being the soul food adage, that's just survival. Uh, you want to talk about being creative, that's survival. The engineering and inventiveness, that spirit, that's all survival. The things we've created in life have been to survive the current state that they were in to improve upon that state that they lived in at that time so I think that a lot of the black culture that we pull from now uh, in the era of you know technology being you know 2021 going to 2022 that we live in now even a lot of the stuff if you're my age around 43 years old a lot of stuff that we grew up at uh, grew up with should I say it, that stuff is no longer even had people don't, don't do any of the things they used to do um, back when we were growing up which were a lot of the black cultural uh, traditions and I think that one thing that would I'm going to veer off a little bit. And I think they all go together. Because if you think about, from my point of view, if you think about, just think about all the cultures of this world. They all have a history. They all have traditions. They all have reasons to why they do what they do and what make them who they are. And I think that's the difference between all other cultures and the American black. Um, the majority of civilized things we got, we pull from the Europeans, uh, with the whites, etc. Uh, that we call quote-unquote civilized anyway. We just basically mimic what, you know, they, what well, they forced us to mimic what they do 
because they they need us to fall in line and not uh, that's how they break that's how they break you uh so they could you know it's just one of those things uh that's a big part of control um so you we have that aspect and then the things we brought to the table uh from our own cultures wherever they're from you have those things that mash up and you have the quote-unquote black culture and that is what it is but i feel like were we always were we the free blacks who are free and have been free since um if you're in the north if your family's from the north even since before you know the civil war your family was free uh if they weren't enslaved uh, enslaved so that's why you'll see a lot of those um people's culture mimic the same as the english culture that they you know that they grew up with that's why they black culture mimics a lot of the, the englishmen because they were they participated in their society but i know when we're talking about black culture we're mainly talking about the south and so i understand 100 percent. and even um with the great migration people who think that you know they live in california and they think that what they're doing there is the california thing well those majority of those californians migrated from the south um so you know that it even they they took that there as well and and they and they uh manipulated it to um fit in that area with the with the with the things they were given um so you know the history of california is black and uh, we are we all know that or you should know that if you don't know it look it up so you know that's that but the ignorance that i feel like the part that i feel is ignorant about all of it is that we argue about this stuff and that we allow this stuff to become really a wedge amongst us when it should not be because the one thing that we all forget which is so so silly that we don't think about it when we're talking to each other but anytime we're talking to someone who's not black we always bring it up and it's the fact that we're not all the same it's the fact that we all have different experiences in life it's the fact that we all come from somewhere different even if we came from the same place physically geography you know the same ge- ge- geographically we may come from the same place but our households are different and i think that's one thing that people have to understand especially black people we cannot continue to break our own selves up because somebody knows how to play spades and somebody don't or somebody um somebody's family didn't eat you know chitlins and somebody's family did you know you ain't black you know that's the most ignorant stuff in the world um our black culture really depends on your experiences uh if your if your family has experience of you know higher education etc and that's what they forced out that's what they pushed out that's what they expected then your culture is going to be a lot different from someone someone's culture whose uh family did not have that type of pedigree uh, and that's what it is. Uh, so, you know, but you still have to fall back on the one thing I do have in common is what you black, which is the only thing we really do have in common, is the fact that our skin color is the same. 
ultimately we may experience some of the same experiences we may have some of the same experiences and experience some of the same ups and downs but the treatment from others is garnered namely because of the color of our skin and that's one thing we do have in common and I feel like for so long we've even before the day of time of civil rights and stuff like that we, we divide ourselves to a certain extent um, we can only divide ourselves so much though because we were kind of forced in the same realms with the view of each other so we, we understood how to deal with you know the, the high educated dealt with the lower educated it was just a, it was a different um, stitching of the community uh, but it worked because we had to it had to work we had no choice because we were all we could depend on so you know that made a big difference but as we got uh, the return of a failed civil rights movement and I, I say it was failed because it wasn't specifically for blacks um, but that allowed the grass that had been looking greener on the other side of the fence it allowed people to bolt out uh, of the black communities and those who could did because they didn't want you know they had been wanting to get out of there because they felt you know they felt like they were more uh, and, and they did more and you know it is what it is but they left behind uh, the ones who had no idea of anything else was even possible and I think that helped uh, build more black narratives uh, in our community I think that helped uh, exacerbate a lot of the black narratives that were already there and it just made it a whole lot worse and I think that's why we have it went from an Ivy League black you know the HBCU the Talented 10th all that type level of black people versus you know the working class um, lower levels to basically um, a new classification of black people versus niggas and um, I think that's really what we, we live in now is um, is we have a, 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 a mesh uh, just a, or a mash up of, of Ivy League and middle class and lower class and black people and niggas and all just battling each other. We all just battle each other. Because we are still embracing a sense of second classism in America. And we don't understand that as long as we buy into the hype that we're second class. Even though I don't understand, I don't think that people understand that that's what they're buying into. But that's exactly what that is. That is buying into a hype that you're second class and you have to be on a certain level in order to ever be first class with the white people. And that's a false narrative. We are first class. We are all first class. Whether you sell drugs or you're the president of the United States, you're first class. And we've got to understand that within our own ranks, within our own race. And honestly... I think we will only understand that when we really look at the fact that we have been fighting for the wrong thing, I think, probably since the beginning of time, when it comes to our status in America.
And what that one thing is, is respect. And one thing I've always been taught is you earn respect. It's not given. And I say that because we have fought this thing completely wrong. As American citizens, we already have the inalienable rights, the inalienable rights every American is born with. We have those. Well, what about segregation? Well, what about Jim Crow? Well, what about blah, blah, blah? Reconstruction error, the amendments solved our problem, made us American citizens. Well, black. Why did you have all this and why do we have all that? And why, 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 why? Because we never forced America to recognize us. We never forced America to respect us. We never forced America to understand that you cannot live without us. The body that is America cannot live without black people. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. It could not stay afloat the heart would not keep beating the brain would not keep processing the veins would not keep circulating the blood that is keeping the American body alive without black people and we've never stood up and taken our place in America civil rights we already had those rights. Honestly, we already had rights. That's why I say it was failed. We already had rights. The Reconstruction Era, the amendments, 13th and 15th, gave it to us. We didn't take it. We allowed them to take it back from us. See, we, we look at law completely wrong. We look at the court system, the justice system completely wrong. The laws do not, the justice system is only there to make you whole. That's it something happens to you it makes you whole that's what his job is to do it cannot make people respect you and that's where we fell off at we and I, and I said we, we missed several opportunities for this because we wanted to prove ourselves so bad we wanted our pride I want to prove I want to prove I'm I'm a man. I want to prove that I can do this. I want to prove, 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 prove. And I say that when we fought in America's wars because they needed somebody because they was killing them all, the enemy was prevailing, those are opportunities for us to say, no, 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 no. We're only going to fight when this change. We'll join your army because you don't think we're good enough to really be in your army. You don't think we're good enough to be in your your air, your air force, your navy, whatever. You you don't think we're good enough to begin with, but you need us. So now you want to come to us. Not until these things change will we fight for this country. See, black people have been straight in America for the most part. When we when we didn't have to depend on, you know, we, when we couldn't depend on Chasse, 
them to give us a warfare check, give us for them to give us food stamps. We bought the skills and everything that we needed to bring because people have always needed stuff done and we've always been there to do it. We've known how to do everything. But when we wanted to prove ourselves to them, that's when we lost. Because we've always given them our all and they've given us nothing. The old adage of, you know, um, why would you buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? You know, people always talk about, you know, that goes with, you know, a man and a woman. But honestly, that's been the relationship with America and blacks forever. They never want to buy this cow because they've been getting the milk for free all the time. And that's the one thing we don't understand. Even in 2021, we don't understand that. And what I'm going to say is I'm not a radical. I'm not trying to um, start no war amongst the, the races or anything like that. So don't don't get this misconstrued or misinterpret misinterpret what I'm about to say. But the last five, seven, ten years, however many, how long has been going on, all these deaths of black people by the hands of white people, whether it be the police, whether it be the Good Samaritan, whatever the situation is. Black people protest, cry, march, piss, and moan. If you really want equality, you treat people like you want to be treated. Which means you also... That goes good and bad. You give what you take. You take what you give. And at any moment had any black person stood up there was a part of that situation that said no you took mine so I'm going to take yours because I and I hate to say it like this but we keep on depending on the laws to change and people's hearts to change that's not going to happen for one, we don't put ourselves in the best position to make that happen. I almost got true. This be this be this be factual. We have people out here running around right now talking about they're taking our rights to vote when they can't take our rights to vote. And I know you 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 could say, well, black, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm show you what they're doing. I'm gonna show you what what's happening. I'm gonna show you what they're no. Those black people pushing an agenda. It's part of the problem that we have because that keeps us in the victim place. That keeps us in a second place mindset. Because as American citizens, they can't take our right to vote because we're American. <laughs> Do you understand? It's, it's really that simple. It is really that simple. You are an American citizen. Therefore, ergo, you cannot, your right to vote cannot be denied unless you do not qualify under the rules so yeah if you're a felon depending on where you're at uh if you i don't know depending on whatever the laws are in your local area this that say people can't vote that american citizens can't vote then there's that 
And unless they say specifically, we're not going to allow black people to vote anymore. Oh, now that's a problem. But if they don't say that, then guess what, black people? You're an American citizen, you can vote. Stop falling for the second class crap. And we have people in our society, in our race, willing to sell their soul on one side just to say they're helping us. And they're really not helping us at all, they're helping themselves. And those are the people we need to address. Those are the problems we have to address. And we also have to look at the people they're doing this stuff for and wonder, if you're really for me, how could you be pressing a message that has nothing to do to help me? Because ultimately, you have to help yourself in this world. They'll never want you to figure that out. See, that's what blacks understood pre-civil rights. Blacks knew we're going to get something we got to know we got to get it ourselves and that's what they did that's the only time blacks have been feared probably since before then is pre-civil rights era because they understood if blacks ever got together and decided to be who they were who were born to be it would be unstoppable that machine would have no limits. That's why they burned down Tulsa. That's why uh, they took the opportunity to burn down Rosewood area uh, in Florida at that time. That's in all in, in the other little cities and towns they did that. With Rosewood was the most popular one, but you know it was a couple more cities down there. But that's why uh, we have the uh, the massacres on. on that plenty of happened in Florida, matter of fact, where blacks uh, built up cities, and and they and then they were just ran down. Where blacks had built, uh, had went down to do contracted work, they built a whole city, and they didn't want to pay them, and they killed them all. But they felt that they could do these things to blacks because blacks have never fought back at the level that needed to be fault I'm going to take a break here and I'm going to come back and I'm going to finish it up uh, it's not going to be friendly um, but uh, that's what's going to happen I'm going to come back finish it up and see what I have to say because this has been on my mind uh, and last week I just wasn't in the right mindset to say it because some things went down um, but I'm going to say it this week and yeah so be right back and play some of that little cute, cool music they have there, and we'll see what happens. equality mean to me I'm going to tell you what equality means to me to me equality means that if someone cuts you you cut them and there should be no there should be no qualms about this situation 
If someone steals your bread, you steal their bread. They should understand the situation. That's what equality means to me. Now, if you want to get the law involved, then that's one thing. Uh, if 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 you stole my bread, and instead of me stealing my bread, I decided to call police on you. Instead of me stealing your bread, I decided to call police on you and, and, and tattle and tell that, you know, hey, this guy stole my bread. Then that's not equality. Because I'm, I'm setting somebody, I'm telling, I'm saying, okay, this person did this to me. I just want to be made whole at this point. I, I want someone to go and get me my bread back. Or, you know, but I don't, because obviously I feel like I, I can't address that person. So I need some help, etc. I don't feel like I'm equal to that person, in my opinion. Sometimes you, you have to call the police. You need help because if someone kills someone, then that victim, someone has a fight to fight to make them whole. So that's what happens. Um. And I feel like law keeps order. I think that's what I call it, law and order. Because law keeps order uh, in, in amongst things. Because we can't just have people killing each other, right? You know, that, that wouldn't be a good thing. Uh, but when I think of in terms of equality, and we think about race in America and just history and present, I think at some point. And I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to start at Emmett Till. Because we know exactly who his murderers were. Were, should I say. No one ever... And, and one of the biggest things is... The Emmett Till situation is such a horrible ordeal. And... No one ever, and the reason why I'm saying is because I, I last week, uh, maybe yeah, it was last week, uh, they had just lost the appeal. His his family, his estate, had just lost the appeal. Um, to see if the the woman who had claimed, you know, at the middle of it all, she should have faced, you know, some charges or something, something to that effect. She just died recently, and all the good stuff. And it just made me upset because I'm thinking to myself like, y'all still trying to do it this way, and and that is the that is really pretty much the problem with this whole equality thing. Because if you ask me, after Emmett Till, after Mamie Till did the bravest thing anybody ever done and and had an open casket funeral for her son somebody should went down there to the south and killed them killed them white people that did that somebody should went down there and got and got i'm not gonna say revenge they should got equality for emmett till because that would have been what that that's equality you see they they and I say they as in the people who were 
commit such a heinous crime because it's not not all white people are the same. So I don't I'm not saying I'm not saying white people. I'm saying they, the people who will commit these heinous crimes. See, they see equality completely different. They see equality for what it is, which is the reason why they can bring themselves to do the horrible things they could do to people. Because they see, hey, you disrespected one of us, and we are we see ourselves as more than you. Therefore, we have the right to take your life for it. Because no one's ever showed them that they are not more than us. No one's ever showed them that is that little boy is just as human as they are as their little boys you see so therefore they could not see any equality in the situation that, that Emmett Till was equal to them or that Emmett Till's grandfather uncle cousin whatever it was was equal to them either because they didn't show them that <laughs> When they knew what was going down, they knew what was going to happen, and they didn't show them that. They didn't show them equality at all. They didn't show them they was equal. They showed them they were less than. So they lived that narrative, and that is a narrative we've lived our entire existence for the most part. Now we've 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 conquered it educationally. We've shown that we are we are equal and superior we've, we've proven it and so in every other field but when it comes to the, the field of life of just my life is worth as much as as yours we haven't shown it there and I think that is the last final frontier on really earning equality in America for the black man for the black American walking this country, really this earth, but definitely this country. When we show that if you take one of ours out of, if you take our lives, if you if you if you beat one of us, we're gonna beat you. Period. That's the reason why sports is the great, you know, equalizer in a lot of different things. Because that's that's the only time we've ever been able to be to show, you know, hand to hand, we can win. You know, all things equal, a ball, a court, a field, will will dominate. Therefore, you earn respect in that arena. Because hey, they gave it their best, and they lost. Well, those those colors really do a good job. Those colors can really play some ball. I respect them there. The reason why I don't respect you off of that court though is because if they they can still just walk in and smack the piss out of you, you won't do anything. That's the difference. If they can just go and break into your house, rape your wife, shoot your kid, and and leave you there in a, in a, a puddle of tears, and you do nothing. There's no retribution for that. That means there's not any equality. 
that shows you they don't think you're equal to them. So all the laws can be created. Civil rights, the Supreme Court can do everything they want to do. But until the black American shows that I will not be a victim to physical harm then there will be no equality really in America and I know it's a harsh thing to say and it is you know not the nicest thing at all but it's a fact you don't respect nobody that you know that you is going to beat up <laughs> you don't you don't respect anyone that you know you just going to beat up we, we, we sit here and you tell your kids how you deal with a bully well, used to anyway. Nowadays, they, you know, they act like you can just, uh, you can just talk to a bully or something. I don't know. But it used to be, you know, if you if you never had to have another fight in your life, you was gonna have to have that one. And you know, it's just it just is what it is. The only way you're gonna get this bully off your back is by at least fighting that bully. At least showing, nah, man, you're not just gonna push me around. You're not just gonna keep on taking my lunch money. That's the only way. You, you can't joke your way out of it. You can't, you know, that, none of that. You've got to take that head on. And one of the biggest things as a race we've not done is taking on the enemy head on in the way we need to. Because until that happens, there has to be, in order for it to be respect, there has to be a slight bit of fear. Once they figured out that was never going to be anything to fear, that was our respect ended. Everything else is just a courtesy. How can we use you? How can we manipulate you? How can we get what we need from you in a nice way? But we'll never, we will never respect you as a whole. And some do, because they're just nice people. But when it comes to what needs to really happen, the people who need, we don't have that. And I think that um, as long as we kill each other without any question, as long as we continue to murder each other without any question. I remember growing up, we had a song. Uh, I used to talk about, don't step on my shoes. If you step on my shoes in the club, there's going to be a problem. Now, you know who we was talking to? Just each other. Cause we, <laughs> that's the only thing that was in the club we was going to, and the opposites, the anyone of the opposite race, especially a white person, has always been the safest in the ghetto. They know ain't nothing gonna happen there, cause people in the ghetto know we can kill each other if we want to. If we kill that white boy, it's gonna be a problem. If we kill that white girl, it's gonna be a problem. We can kill each other if we want to. Yeah, it's no big deal. But if one of them get hurt, nah, nah, nah. Big Mama will come out and say, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Let's go and get, let's go and get Bobby out of here. Big Mama will come out and say, no, no, no. Let's go and get Becky out of here. Big Mama will come out there and say, Becky and Bobby. Why Jamal, uh, Keisha, all them shot down. Big Mama just sitting there praying for Jamal, Keisha, Riri. But Becky and Bobby come on that hood. No, 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 no. Cause she know that they're gonna burn down 
Becky and Bobby's family and associates are gonna burn down the neighborhood. See that that's 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 the big difference. That's why we'll never really accomplish equality. It's not that we're not superior. It's not that we're not on the same level. Is that that's a lie? We are. But personally, we don't take our, our our place anywhere. We don't take the reins to lead everything going, to make things happen. We're waiting for them to let us in the room when the only thing we got to really do is knock down the door. We don't even have to even be in the room. We can build our own room on our own side. We don't, that, that's, the, that's the craziest thing about it. Is in, in 2021, now, we have black billionaires. We have plenty of black millionaires. We don't even have to participate the same. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think, you don't understand that. You can't go to, if you go to a movie right now, today, you go to see, you select a movie to watch at the theater. Nine times out of ten, about, there's a pretty good chance that Braun is going to come up on that screen as a producer, something to that effect. It's LeBron James. That's LeBron James. can't completely change the industry on his own at this point in the game I'm talking about black from showrunner all the way down to grifter the guy uh, whoever's getting the coffee you can make them we can make them have to come to us in order to be successful. Because I'm sure if if every black person from every industry pulled out and said, "Now nah, we're not working. I'm not working for this," and black people started to put their money behind their own black whatever, they would have to come and knock it. Nothing can stand in America without a black dollar. Nothing can stand without the black talent. Nothing can stand without the black being part of it. People say, what about the, you know, the NBA, the NFL, MLB? Well, what about it? What about the stadiums? They ain't got to do with black people. White owners, they got to pay for them stadiums. We ain't got to play there. All the black people could withdraw from every single team get together and agree to play at the park for black people that could give a black party promoters I know it sounds crazy I know it does I know it sounds crazy but it's possible and it will cripple this country it will cripple the stock market and I don't think people understand that they don't understand that's what real power is. But that's what really quality is. 
on the same level when I was talking about the Emmett Till situation. That's the same exact thing. That's them pulling that same type of retribution. That same type of showing that you're equal. You don't want us to be owners in your league? No problem. We won't have to play in your league. It's that simple. Because you need us. That's what, that's, what, that's what their message should be. That's what Colin Kaepernick's message should have been. You need us. We don't need you. Who's going to pay you millions of dollars? Who says I have to have millions of dollars to play? You want me to have, you want me to want to have millions of dollars. That's all you have to give me. Because you don't want to give me this league. You don't want to give me my own team. So you figure you can give me enough money. I won't win. I won't want my own team. I'll be happy with just, you know, 10% of your wealth. That's the mindset people should be using. Brown can run the, the, the movie industry. Trust. He doesn't even have to deal with the people he deals with. At this point in the game. It's a big difference. If every NBA player decided, hey, we're done playing. If every black NBA player done playing until we have at least uh, half black ownerships. Oh no, we're not going to do that. No, you can't. It's again. No, we're not going to pay you. That's cool. What? Because that's all they got is money, man. Which will, which will come back. And the NFL same exact way. The NFL can't put on, they can't put on product of black people. Think about that. They cannot put on, the corporation dies. It will be over. If black people just say, nah, we ain't playing until we have at least uh, 10 black owners. Complete ownership groups. 10 of them. The NFL is dead as a product that same day. The stock market. If if black people from every company decided to go in the industry for themselves and walked away, the tech would probably still be okay. But I, I don't think it would be as good for as long as you think it probably would be. But the stock market will suffer tremendously. And that's true equality. The government can't do anything for us. They never have and never will. Civil rights work for everyone, not just blacks. You need to look no farther than... I don't... I don't um, the best person I would say is Claude Anderson. Dr. Claude Anderson would be the best person. He's, he, he laid out pretty much uh, elementary in his books. Economist uh, Thomas Sowell. You can check his stuff out. You'll see exactly what the government's done for blacks, what civil rights is done for blacks. So, if we really want to be equal, if we really want to be as we are, we're born equal. 
you ask me, I think we're born superior. Maybe a little too compassionate. We have too much love for people. But if we really want to be equal, then we really need to embrace the idea that we need to start treating people the way they treat us. Literally. The way they treat us. You steal something from me? Yeah. I'm not worried about calling police. Especially if I know who you are. I'm going to take what's mine. Period. Point blank. And deal with it like Because I'm going to be made whole. I am, I'm, I'm, that's, that's, that, that's this factual. If you have to get the laws involved to make me whole, that's, that's something, that's a totally different thing. Obviously, I don't know what it is, so that's, only, that's the only recourse I have. But if someone comes up to me and just says, hey, give me that, now nah, I'm going to need that back. <laughs> and that's just, that's just the bottom line. And that's, that's truly quality. There's no one where I could see myself and be the way I was raised. I, I can't imagine some of the things that have happened to people that we know and, and just my question is always like, you only gonna worry about we are still when I literally when I saw the whole Emmett Till situation in the family and the horrible news that they still keep on coming up with because they're not able to get any traction after all these years. I asked myself, where was his family at back when it really should have mattered to do what they needed to do? Because I think that would have, I think, I think that's one of those things that kind of helped the situation. If someone knows they cannot continue to beat you over your head, that would be that would be prosecution. That would be retribution for that. That would be revenge. Then a lot of people stop getting hit over their head, and a lot of people think twice about trying to hit somebody over their head. Now nah, we don't want to mess with that. That's gonna be a problem. Let's let's try to find a different way. And unfortunately for us, no one's ever tried to find a different way because they've never had to. Yeah. So I'm back. Whew, I need a little break there for a sec. So I will say this. Uh, I think that with the Ahmad Aubrey situation, uh, we're seeing a tide. And not to just the, it's not in, in, in okay. So I'm not saying this in a way of saying that, again, like I said, everybody's not the same period i understand 100 not all black people are the same not all white people are the same um no no one group of people all think the same all have lived the same experiences are all the same but i do believe that the ahmaud arbery situation would have been different if not been for all the 
outrage and burning buildings and all that type of stuff that had been happening all over the Midwest, uh, well, all over the country, um, by protest in these situations. So, I know you're going to say Blackwell, that kind of, you know, goes back on what you're saying about not needing to protest. Nah, I'm not saying we don't need to protest. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not a protest type of person. I believe that, um, in my own personal opinion, the protest uh, is kind of, at this point, we should... Martin Martin Luther King Jr.'s era they had to protest I think at this point you know almost 70 years later almost 70 years later we should be at a point where these things should not be happening because they know if it happens nah we ain't got time for that drama you see what I'm saying which is the which is kind of what I'm saying is no in other words there there have been no there there are no types of second thought processes when it comes to taking a life of a black person by a white person basically out of hate just none um, and that's the problem so uh, that's my issue with the whole protesting thing is that. Um, you're going to have a protest, a march, and then go home, pray and cry. Uh, that hurts no feelings. That that instills no fear. Uh, that does absolutely nothing. Uh, but emboldens the next person out there who decides, hey, I can't wait for my opportunity to kill somebody. I can't wait. I mean, let me rephrase that. I can't wait for my opportunity to kill a black person. So I can just be vilified and then become a hero. Uh, to a certain crowd of people, kind of like George Zimmerman did, you know. Um, the simple fact that people think it's his trial, getting off his trial is what, you know, uh, was the most powerful part. No, that's not the most powerful part. And getting out, him beating the trial was really expected uh, for the simple fact that the legal system was not prepared to even try him uh, for that type of situation. Because the legal system is not prepared to try, <laughs> you know, to prosecute a white man for killing a black person. Uh, unless it's, you know, um, a, a certain type of situation. In these situations, no. Anytime the black person is perceived as a criminal, therefore, again, ergo, the white person's privilege to protect and, and to protect their values or whatever the situation is because the perceived threat is black and that's why they weren't really they were not prepared they overcharged all that good stuff you know I'm not I'm not a legal scholar so it is what it is um, but that's the reason why I, I knew that George Zimmerman was going to beat that rap uh, because again it's, it's, it's unprecedented um, that's the part nobody talks about. It's, he was not, the legal system was not built for that, for that purpose. So therefore, you know, that's why it didn't really matter. Um, and that's why he didn't get the, that's why Trayvon did not get the justice he deserved. Because see, the justice he deserved was supposed to be given a different type of way. 
when that system failed. Uh, and that will never happen. And that is the part that we've got to start addressing. Um, the Ahmad Arbery situation is good that it happened the way it did as far as justice goes. Because I think that, and I think the reason why justice was found for Ahmad Arbery in that courtroom is because that jury did not want, you know, that's a small town. And they did not want, they, they actually had a fear of, if we get this wrong, they could burn our city down. They could burn our homes down. They could burn our little, you know, they don't want that action. So they did the right thing. And it worked. So I think that the that is the fear. Now, hey, that's a that's a win, right? That's a win. The next win comes when these things stop happening. And that is not going to happen until that fear is put into them, the racist person, to think, ah, they're going to come and and pull me out of my house and do something bad to me. So I better not kill this person. I think I need to just, you know, I think I need to just, you know, let, let, let this be. See, that's the difference. When that part happens, we start crossing that threshold to the fact that you know we only we're not only worried about getting revenge against each other but we actually do instill fear in others to know that no we 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 can't just blindlessly beat them over the head any longer because they now fight back for themselves that is the next level and that goes to breaking a lot of stereotypes that we have in our own house, in our own race, of even Second Amendment rights. You know, we got to start breaking those stereotypes that only white people and criminals have guns. No, <clears throat> again, it's like the voting thing. You are an American citizen. You have the right to own a gun, to protect yourself against anybody who would do you harm anybody not just black people anybody so and, and that is if you are fitting the guidelines of being able to own a gun which is an important reason it, it, it should be the incentive an incentive not to break the law not to be a criminal not to get a rap sheet not to do anything that would work against you when it comes to being able to buy protection for yourself and your household the incentive to do the best you can do and be as legal and be a great citizen be a great human the incentives are way larger than the disincentives. The the negatives. Disincentives. I don't even know that's a word. They're the negatives in these situations. It is imperative 
then black people will follow the law honestly <laughs> because that way you can make sure that you're always working within the law that's how you protect yourself you see and and those are the things that I feel like we've got to learn those are re-education things we need to start teaching ourselves is the fact that yes we do belong to America we are Americans all those constitutional rights and, and everything that the white people love to keep in their back pocket and pull out we are yeah those are ours too and it includes protecting yourself and unfortunately when it comes to that mindset of protecting ourselves against anybody other than black people you know we'll protect ourselves against each other all day long but we don't protect ourselves against everybody else and that is a slave mindset because our slaves couldn't they couldn't protect themselves. They 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 had no protection. Heck, in a lot of situations, they couldn't even protect themselves from each other. If the, if the master told, if the master said do, the master said do, it had to be done. So it is what it is. So we need to get out of that first mind step of okay, I can finally protect myself from a black man. Now I need to start protecting myself against a white man. Yes, you do. You have have that you know if you didn't know you have that capability as an American citizen you can protect yourself against everybody and you'll have a it'll be a lot less having to worry about doing a lot of marching and protesting and, and all type of stuff and letting the outside and, and let me get this and, and I, I may have said something that people may be not understand what I'm talking about when I say burning cities down and stuff like that I don't even think there's black people doing that. First of all, I sat there and watched the protest on the news, and I saw the others lighting up, <laughs> lighting up papers and stuff, trying to set trees on fire and, and setting buildings on fire. So I don't even think there's black people doing it. <laughs> uh, it's really a traveling band of white people <laughs> that are doing that mess. Because in, in all honesty, if it was just black people out there, then we would get a return of water hoses, I believe. So, because they don't, because the police, see, and that's another thing. They don't want to unleash the fury on the people who look like them. People who look like their, their brother, their sister, their nephew, their sons, their daughters. That's why they set back and they don't do nothing. That's why they sit back and say, Oh, we're going to have to let these people play it out. It's just property. They have insurance. It's because it looks like it could be they, their niece. It could be their their wild child nephew out there who just, you know, wants to change the world. It could be their son and daughter out there. They don't want them hurt. So now they do let the police just sit back because, you know, it, it ain't no, it, it, it's not just black people. So don't get it twisted. Don't don't think that you know they really work Britain now they know they know but they know they can't control them just like the the, the January sixth situation all the people white all the people that died are white all the people that died was Trump supporters 
interesting. But you see the you, you see the difference. When the black people went up there, that city was locked down by police, National Guard, the Capitol Police, the American Police. Everybody's out there. Well, nothing's gonna go down. White people have been playing it forever. <laughs> they fell for the bait and switch. They fell for the come on in. Oh, they invited them in. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> and then fools fell for because they, they, their own, their own, their own, <laughs> their own, their own sense of equality and their own sense of superiority. But they know what being American means. They know their inalienable rights. They know it all. And so they, and, and, the, and the powers that be use it against them. <laughs> the powers that be use the holler, use, let, let, the, let, let them use their whiteness against them. And it was hilarious. So why don't white crime? It's, 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 it's amazing. But, oh man. But yeah, that is, that is a big thing. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> I just think this. I just think that whole thing's hilarious. It really is. And now the text messages that came out, and you got Laura Ingram. They're destroying it. They're destroying everything. <laughs> and Sean Hannity, they begging President Trump to do something. And Trump is like, I don't care. <laughs> they, they kicked me out. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! If people go, they need that man not to run for anything else. He he has way more power by whoever he promotes. He just needs to stand by and endorse people and give them money. He does not need to run for office. He's damaged goods. Okay, I'm off subject. I know. He's damaged goods. He 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 is he is not. He he was a decent president. Uh, he he was mean. He was mean. But he's a business guy. He wasn't a politician. Ooh, and that is my next thing. No, I'm not gonna talk about that. Cause I'm gonna talk about my next post. Cause I have a, I have a whole plan here. I think that's going down, and um, that has a lot to do with it. But back to being equal. Uh, long story short, black people, if we want equality, we're gonna have to really accept the fact that we're Americans. And the same way we wouldn't let somebody stuff on my shoes in the club we didn't understand that nobody should be stomping on your shoes no matter where you're at and you should have the same feeling everywhere you are because as an American citizen you have rights and protecting yourself is one of them and uh, that's protecting, us, protecting yourself against anybody per point blank uh, we need to love each other way more we need to stop and listen to each other way more more than anything and understand that nine times out of ten the person you say you don't agree with if you actually listen to this person a lot of it you actually do agree with because if you look at your own self and look at your own life you'll see yeah that's kind of really all i really want for my own self that's what i'm doing right now for my own life that's what i'm doing for my kids lives that's what i'm trying to teach my kids and at that point we can break away from the colony break away from the slave fields of all the second class teaching that they want us to learn how to be this is nothing but second class and really be free 
So that's that. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Blackout.